Hey! What's up, buddy? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Just living the life. On vacation, having a good time. How's the uh, sunny weather in Florida? Much better than the snow you're getting. Oh, don't even remind me, Kevin. <laughs> don't even remind me. But it's alright. In this bag, I have presents for you, so... Nice. You'll be good. Yes. Yeah, we uh, skipped last week because I decided to get sick right before you left. <laughs> and uh, we decided to come out with an episode on St. Patrick's Day, which we weren't going yep. to, but we're going to do it anyway. So we have a lot of backup news that we want to get through, get everything done. That way, when you come back, we have a fresh show, brand new stuff to tackle. So, let's start off with the Fat Fuck segment. Because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. Come on. By the way, that reminds me. I've been listening to Weird Al this week. The whole entire catalog of Weird Al. Because everybody's yep. on school vacation, so there's no doubt what I listen to. Everybody's on school vacation down in Florida and California, wherever. So there's no school. So there's nothing to listen to. There's no fresh shows, no fresh podcasts. So I went from the very beginning. Right now I'm almost up to uh, where I started listening to Bad Hair Day, which was 94, I think. Where, where, <laughs> hump, where hump was yep. and all that shit. So... Couple of news, couple of uh, food news we're gonna bring up. First one was disgusting. I'm gonna bring it up. We're probably not gonna try yeah. it because it just makes Go me fuck sick to my stomach. This looks gross. Uh, Hidden Valley Ranch is partnering with a ice cream company called Van Leeuwen. I've never heard of them. They're somewhere in America, somewhere. But they're coming out with a Hidden Valley Ranch flavored ice cream. It's gonna debut in Walmart. See, for the podcast, I'm tempted if I see this to pick it up. Just because, but I know, I know Don't it's gonna it. be, I Don't know it's it. gonna be a bad, bad idea. Don't do it. Let's just say, if, if I see it in the wild, there may be a taste test in the future. But if I don't, just, just we'll don't. stop it here. We'll stop it just here. Don't. But this thing you will want to try probably. Back in the day, no. Sunny Sunny D. I, I love Sunny D, but I would never mix vodka with it. Well, it's not vod. It's not vodka mixed. It's Sunny D flavored, but it's it's like that seltzer stuff. It's like water. I know, I know. It's it's not the same. But Sunny D, we grew up on it. Um, but the vodka, the seltzers are huge right now. Um, but they're doing a vodka seltzer Sunny D flavored. Um, very low, no no sugar, low on calories. Four point five percent alcohol. Don't know anything about that, but uh, maybe something you want to try later on. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, by the way, have you been? Have you gone down there and you found any of those spray can uh, ranch and blue cheese? Uh, I have not aerosols? been to Walmart yet. I have not been to Walmart yet. I'll oh, check it out this yeah. week. That's that's your one goal this this whole <laughs> entire trip. Fuck the vacation. <laughs> we gotta try this. But yeah, that's that's it for fat fucks. There wasn't much. I mean, this is two weeks worth of news we're gonna be going through. There wasn't much. But like we mentioned, Kevin's on vacation. <laughs> oh, 
Of course. <laughs> the one vacation themed song there is from the I one guess. vacation movie. I suppose. There's not too many. Not However, enough. you did have a quite interesting trip down, from what I know. Yes. You haven't told me much besides where you stopped. You did make yes. one stop. You posted on the uh, Geek the Geek Blurb uh, Facebook page where you went. So yeah, yeah, talk about it. You went to the Geek Mecca. Everywhere, everyone who's a geek nowadays that grew up in the '90s wants to go here. You went to Jay and yep. Silent Bob's Secret Stash in Red Bank, New Jersey. Yeah, that store is fucking amazing. I spent two hundred dollars in like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so much signed stuff from him, Funkos, all that stuff, um, books, scripts, um, regular comics, whole bunch of collectibles in the back. I saw the back office where he had recorded Fat Man Beyond before. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's a really cool store in Red Bank, New Jersey. Closes at like 7 p.m. We got there at 6, and I probably was there for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and I spent all my money. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. That's awesome, yeah. There's some, some place I want to go. That and I want to go to Quick Stop. But Yeah. That's a few times over, so it would have been yeah. another like forty minutes for us to get there. Yeah, that's, and that's we cool. had to get to we had to get to our hotel. So, yep. Cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Any any other uh, adventures on your travels? I know you travel all the way down in the car. Yeah. Driving you stopped. Sucks. You stopped. Once you get you... past like eight hours, it's awful. But we yep. stopped at Chick Fil A, obviously. Yep. You know, had to get that Chick Fil A. I made yep. you jealous by sending you a picture. Um, but yeah, it was a good trip. Yeah, glad to be back in Florida. You know, there for there for a couple like a week and a half or so, and then you're leaving next weekend, something yep. like that. I'll leave yep. next Friday. Yep, back up north traveling. By the time you get back here, the weather will be better, I'm sure, because uh, we just got hit with a fucking storm yesterday. It was it was bonkers. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. Yeah, it's cr- it's strange for March to have snow like that, but. So let's get into what we watched. Uh, like I mentioned, there's a couple of weeks worth of stuff because we missed last week. So we're technically on our second week of stuff. So um, last weekend was the Chris Rock special. I don't know if you had time to watch it before you left. Um, the Netflix special, the the uh, stand-up special. Um, it was live. Uh, a little bit of it. You watched a little bit of it. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, scenes that were put online, so you may have watched some of those. Um, yeah. Overall, I watched the whole entire thing. It was really good. the The thing about him, though, he's very he's very um, he's an actor. So a lot of it's acting. A lot of it is um, working the crowd, working working the audience. Um, a lot of dr- dramatic uh, pauses. A lot of dramatic uh, effect to his voice. Um, but the joke, the way he handled the Will Smith thing, I thought was great. Um, the whole if you watch the whole entire thing from beginning to end and how it played out to the end because it was the end of the special um he handled it great it wasn't i don't think it was 100 percent like funny funny but it was just truth you, you could tell he was he was mad about it angry um he called him a bitch probably two or three dozen times <laughs> him and jada so yeah yep. he, a lot of it's kind of getting mixed reviews um a lot of a lot of the mix is coming from a, a new generation that don't understand where that where that came from or where comedy in general comes from. But uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. It was good. Um, uh, I, I I watched it right before they edited it on Netflix, so I, I did see the full entire because he did mess up the joke in the middle of it. 
um, before before at Netflix came in and edited it out. Um, he said he think he said the wrong movie. It was supposed to be uh, Emancipation, and he said Concussion or vice versa. I can't remember what the joke was, but Emancipation. He said Concussion. Yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, it was it was decent, decent, decent special. Uh, back in the day, the Chris Rock specials were. I mean, there's a reason why everybody says he's one of the best, if not the best, stand up alive right now. Um, back in the day, he had an amazing couple of specials in the '90s. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, wanted to bring up Shameless season four. I have been watching that. Haven't been watching it much this past couple of weeks just because of the weather. But um, fuck, it got really, really dark. Um, Frank has cancer. Um, Fiona does cocaine. The little Liam kid gets into the cocaine, ends up getting almost brain dead. Um, Fiona goes <laughs> to jail. So much shit happens. Uh, amazing show. Love this show. Uh, I'm going to continue watching it um, throughout. Pro- I'm probably going to take a break on it because we got a lot of stuff I got to watch while you're gone to catch up on. Um, I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, I also watched Ghostbusters Afterlife for the first time since we watched it in the theater. I haven't oh, watched really? it since. Yep. Um, yeah. Movie has two different feels from the beginning to about the last 25 minutes. And then the last 25 minutes is. A complete Ghostbusters bonanza. I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know the four Ghostbusters come back at the end. Even, even yep. um, Egon, Egon comes back at the very end as a ghost. Amazing scene, amazing setup, um, and it makes me want to see the sequel even more now that uh, that Winston has bought the ghost house and brought the Ecto One there, and he's repairing it and repairing the ghost house and rebuilding it. Um, and the very last scene of the movie, in the after credit scene, is the ghost trap underneath in the basement comes to life. So, interesting to see where that goes. Another movie I watched this week to prepare for our vacation and what I'm going to be watching when you're gone. History of the World Part 1. Watched it very, very yep. long time ago. So, I wanted to watch the movie again from, uh, I think it was the early 80s. It came out, um, of course, Mel Brooks. Um... It's, it covers three different periods of time. The Ro- it's pretty much the history of the world. It, it covers the cavemen, the Roman period, and kind of like a renaissance and up till the French Revolution. doesn't go any further than that, so I don't know what History of the World Part 2. I haven't watched it yet. It's on Hulu. All the episodes are, have aired already. 20-minute um, episodes. Part 2 is pretty eight. good. You have seen it. 20-minute uh, yeah. episodes, so it shouldn't take too long to get through. So I'm going to be watching that while you're gone. Um, didn't want to mention the movie, though. Decent movie, not 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 his not his best pr- work by far. I mean, producers is great. Um, Robin Hood Men in Tights was right around when we were in middle school, maybe elementary school. So that's right around the time. And of course, Spaceballs is my all-time favorite Mel Brooks movie. So, and I mean, you can go Blazing Saddles, maybe a generation before us, but that's a good movie too for what it was. But um, I can't wait to yeah. watch that. But we did watch last week's episode of Last of Us, and since we're a week late, we've also watched the finale, so we're going to cover it all. Yep. Um, Last of Us episode 8, we saw David, this leader, this preacher from this very brand new settlement. Um, You see Troy Baker, who was the original voice actor of Joel in the the video games. Um, He plays this new character named James, who's David's one, like, side, side man there that helps him. Um... They escaped from the Pittsburgh QZ when it fell in 2017. You get a little bit of history of what happened. Um, they settled into this new village and are having a tough time surviving and feeding everyone in this particular winter. Um, 
the men who attacked Joel and Ellie at the university in the episode prior where, where Joel got stabbed. Um, Joel killed one before he got stabbed. Um, they were from this new settlement, and this David Leader Preacher character knew that and confronted Ellie because um, Ellie's trying to save Joel. Joel is bleeding out. Um, three return, the three who were there at the university returned with news of a crazy man, Joel, who murdered one of them party members and while they were sent out looking for supplies for this little village because the village is having a hard time keeping up in the winter, like I mentioned. Um, show The show tackles society, how it would easily turn on each other during apocalyptic times, animalistic in the disguise of being survival um in this in this case in point you find out this whole entire group this leader of the group is serving humans is a cannibal i know this trope was used in the walking dead too correct uh cannibals yes. and all that shit yes so yep. it's they're cannibals one of the one of the person who the person who died who, who was who joel killed he was chopped up in the back room and served to everybody in a stew so it's crazy. Um, Ellie is captured by this. Yeah, the guy like swore it was rabbit meat. He yes. was like, "It's rabbit meat. It's fine." It's great. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, that tangy feeling. Oh, don't worry. But yeah, yeah, Ellie. Ellie is captured. She's put in a in a jail cell in the back of this room where they were doing all the butchering. Um, she finds about she finds out about this town's secret menu, and while she's there, she confronts this David character, attacks him. Joel goes full Rambo, starts to break in, tries to save Ellie. And then after that, Ellie goes full American Psycho on David, ends up killing him because of all the weird shit that's going on. In the very end of the episode, Joel calls her baby girl to try to calm her down. That's what he used to call his daughter. Great ending to the show, uh, to this episode. Um, and that's where we're going to leave off last week until I got sick. So now we're going to talk about the finale. Happened on Sunday, episode 9. Nine episodes. Um, very beginning of the episode, original Ellie voice actor from the actress from the video game, Ashley Johnson playing a new character named Anna. Never was in the video games, correct? Um, they didn't show correct. any of this any of this back, uh, back, back flashback stuff in the, in the video game. Brand new story, but it's part of the story because this character, Anna, is pregnant, running from an infected person in a flashback scene. Bitten right as she's giving birth to Ellie. It's Ellie's mother. Um, kind of fitting that the actress who played her in the video game plays her mother in this. Um, Marlene ends up being a friend of Anna uh, since childhood and a companion during the populace. So traveling together. Um, found out uh, where she was giving birth in this little abandoned house. She had just killed this uh, infected person but right before she was bitten. And she, hasn't, she uh, gives Ellie to Marlene. Asks her to kill her, and uh, Marlene hesitantly kills her, um, and takes Ellie to Boston to the QZ, and that's where the whole entire show begins in the very beginning, uh, years later. Um, then you go back to the the current time. Joel and Ellie arrive in Salt Lake City, where they're trying to go to 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 get Ellie to find this cure, to to work on her cure and figure out if there's a way to use it for everyone in, in the world. And uh, they get to a zoo. I guess it's an abandoned zoo, from what I from what I gather. And they run into giraffes. I know that's a big part of the game. This this is a, um, I, I, what I hear um, is shot for shot a lot like the game, the giraffe scene. Yes, um, very much so. And everyone was complaining about the CGI on the giraffes, but they were actually they were real. Giraffes. Yeah, they were real. Yep. So. 
Um, Joel gives Ellie a choice to walk away right now. Joel is kind of skeptical of what they're going to do to Ellie when the doctors get to her and how they're going to extract this virus or extract the cure from her. Um, but Ellie's been through so much already. A lot that Joel knows, but a lot of stuff he doesn't know about and wants to finish what they started. Agrees, agrees when everything is over that she will follow Joel anywhere that they want to go, but she just wants to finish this one mission and get it over and done with. So Joel's story of the day where his daughter died. He tries to shoot himself the day after. He tries to kill himself. He ends up getting saved after his daughter died years and years, 20 years ago. Um, Ellie thinks it's, it's time to heal all wounds for Joel. That the time away from that happened. And Joel says, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was pretty much what he says is, Ellie, you're the one who, who healed the wound. Um, and then they get captured by, by Marlene. Um, and all the fireflies. Um, then you find out a little bit more of what they're going to do with Ellie. And Joel has no idea. And Ellie has no idea either. They kind of put her under without telling her what's going to happen. She's in a hospital. She's in the middle of a hospital in a gurney, about to be operated on. Um, Marlene tells Joel that the cordyceps has grown in Ellie since she since she's been a baby, um, and they've grown older with her. And inside her body, and it keeps the infected corseps from attacking her. Um, a doctor needs to take the corseps out of Ellie from inside of her brain in order to manufacture a potential cure that they can inject into everyone, stop the spread of the virus. Um, but in doing so, without saying it, it will kill Ellie. Um, Joel is pissed. Um, they try to ex es es escort Joel. She she wants Joel out of there. Out of the hospital. A couple of guys try to escort him out of there. And before you know it. Joel goes full John McClane. Kills everyone in the hospital. To get to Ellie. To save Ellie. Because he doesn't want her to die. He's in love. He's just like just like her his daughter now. So he ends up going in there. Kills the doctor right in the head. Um, leaves two nurses alive. I know that's, I know that's very, yep. very, very much what and happens in the video one game. One of the nurses is played by... Abby from the video that's, game. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. Um, so he carries Ellie out of the operating room, out of the hospital. He's By this time, he's killed everyone in the hospital. Except for Marlene. Marlene meets him at the exit, tries to change Joel's mind, and in order to stop the fireflies from coming after Ellie, he shoots her in the head and takes Ellie back to Wyoming to keep her safe. Um, Ellie wakes up in the middle of the drive to Wyoming um, Joel tells her there was no cure and Raiders attacked the hospital and saved her for, and, and they both escaped. Ellie looks suspic suspicious and confused. She doesn't believe him. Um, just as they, just yep. if they, just as they arrive at the gates in Wyoming, Ellie asks Joel to swear that he's telling the truth of what happened in Salt Lake and he swears. And that's where the episode leaves off and that's where the season ends. I know this has consequences going forward. I know that Doctor is significant. Oh, yeah. So, I don't want to get into too many spoilers. I know you know, and I know too, but I don't want to get... If you, if you haven't seen the... Or if you haven't played oh, the yeah. video game, I know there's a lot of people that haven't. I haven't either, but I know the spoilers of what happens. So, um, looking forward to Season 2. I I hope it stretches out a lot more than the beginning of the v first video game. And Pedro comes back for... Yeah, I don't want to get into spoilers, but... Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, it could be a couple of years, but um, I can't wait. Can't wait to see where this goes um, and how and how they're going to tackle that. 
Because it is, it's, isn't there, it, it, between the first and second game, there's a five-year gap, right? There's a five-year jump. Here, I think. Okay, I think so there's... seven. It might be five. Okay, yeah. so, so there's some story that they, they may be able to tell. I just hope they don't stretch it out too much. Because there is, that. that's where the story gets crazy. In the very beginning of the second the big, game... The big thing that happens in the second game, it, they might be able to stretch it out to be like mid-season to maybe late-season. Okay. Maybe like episode six. Um, but like yeah. how? Like how Let's soon? In, how, how soon in the beginning of the game does this, the thing that we're hinting to happen? Like very beginning. It's like a. It's like a twenty-five hour game. I think it happens about two hours in. Okay. I want to say. Okay. So yeah, that's a yeah, that's a pretty big thing to happen. I don't I don't want to get into it because, like I said, it's. It's significant. If you love this show and you love Pedro Pascal, they're saying, "Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it." But it's uh, pretty crazy how they're going to tackle it when he's when he's the star. But I had to take a swig of Sprite. I'm fucking dry. But also, we are uh, continuing our watch of Mando episode two and three. Watched episode two last week. Um, I we're going to talk about IGN in a minute. But they go to Mandalore, or Mando goes to Mandalore. Um, it's covered in a green, almost green crystal-like, uh, um, shell. Um, you find out it's done by TIE fighters that came in there and bombed the whole entire place. Um, turned it into a, uh, I can't remember what they called it, but, um, you get a little bit of history lesson of Mandalore, um, and you, you learn about the mythosaur that's underneath in the, that was in the water. It was, it's a mythical creature that lived there, um... In the very end of the episode, Mando gets sucked into the water. Um, Bo-Katan is there, and she goes in and saves him. Um, And as she's coming up with Mando, you see the mythosaur. Live and well underneath the water. Very cool visual. I don't know. I'm sure that'll play out eventually later on. Um, But this episode, I thought it was great. Um, The question I put in the notes is, is this... Is this is in a time where blogs and social media flourish? Yes, you know blogs, social media, podcasts flourish. Is IGN past its prime? Because IGN gave this episode a five out of ten, and there's a lot of shit that's been out in the last year that they've given a really high scores to. And something like this, and pretty much the only reason they did is because of the the dark shadows and stuff. They said they couldn't see the episode. And I have a shitty TV too, and I said the same thing about Game of Thrones when it was out years ago, yeah. where where the shadows and shit ruined the epi- some of those episodes. And I had no problem seeing this episode, and I thought it was great. And even you watched it; you said it was pretty good. So yeah, what, what are your um, thoughts I, on IGN? It was fine. I don't really take take stock in what they say. I don't really care if they give something a ten or a five, so I can see it. It's just such a divisive score, right in the middle score. It was a good episode. There's a lot of stuff that you learn from it. I don't know. I, I, Jen, I sometimes, I don't know. They have, they have a lot of different people reviewing different things, different opinions, and it just, it screws, it screws with the, uh, monotony of everything. But, but we'll talk about episode three. Came out yesterday. Um, the very beginning is a great opening battle scene. Bo Katan's home gets destroyed by TIE fighters. Um, you see, that's kind of where the episode takes a turn. Um, you see Coruscant after the Empire falls, and 
you see the character who was the cloner from the very first season. He ends up working working for um, um, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. <laughs> he ends up working for him yep. in the second season. Um, but he's a cloner. He's the one that had Baby Yoda in the first in the first season. Um, and you see him being reinvigorated into the into the New Republic. He was uh, it's kind of like a program that they have to take people from the Empire who are, who had fallen with the Empire. And repurposing them into the workforce of the New Republic. Um, that's basically what this whole entire episode is about. And he gets framed for something. He ends up getting his mind melded. Um, and the detour from is a detour from the main story. Very much Andor like. A lot of people are call it Man Door Alorian. It's weird. But um, after the fall, you see Imperial junkyards where a whole bunch of uh, Imperial starships are. Kind of another fall, Jedi Fallen Order connection because the very beginning of that that game is the same exact thing. Um, and then you get back to the main story in the last 10 minutes. Mando has been redeemed. He goes to the uh, the council at the uh, where all the Mandalorians are hidden right now on a planet. Um, and he's been redeemed a true Mandalorian once again. But also, surprisingly, Bo-Katan has been unsuspectedly um she bathes technically in the water because she saved mando from the living waters when she went down there and she's also been as long as she doesn't take off her mask she's been she's been redeemed in a true mandalorian as well so that's where the episode ended um hopefully that hopefully that continues next week we don't get any of these weird uh, detours again but um overall yeah. so far so far so far so good i haven't i haven't seen anything blow me away yet but uh a lot of good scenes, a lot of good stuff. That's what that's what's great about Mando. There's a lot of cool stuff, Star Wars stuff you want to see. Little scenes here and there. Um, every once in a while, you get a really good epic episode. So hopefully, we get a couple of those this year. But um, and little bonus because we're back doing an episode after it premiered. Ted Lasso season three. First episode came back on Wednesday. Gonna be on every Wednesday for the next ten weeks, I think. Um, Apple TV Plus, if you don't have it, great show. This uh, not a lot of comedy in this one. Um, Nate's a real prick. Still mousy as fuck, but a real prick. Um, yeah, not much to say really. Just uh, just an okay episode. Um, yep. Overall, uh, recommend going back like I have this week and going back and watching the first season. Because the intricate way that they tell jokes in this show, there's a build that you can tell the, the writing in this, the build of the jokes in this is just remarkable. Um, Jason Sudeikis, incredible, incredible way that he that he does does his acting in this um, and telling a story. Um, Roy Kent, the guy who plays Roy, Roy Kent, is amazing. Um, just the overall, overall ensemble of this whole entire show has been awesome um so we recommend that mm-hmm. highly yep and looking forward to that every week so that being said let's get into news and it's not a new segment without the trailer roundup Fuck. fucking christ <laughs> a couple of trailers i wanted to bring up um three uh four movies actually 
Uh, first one is called Ghosted. Um, this was... Fuck, I can't remember. It's been so long. Cause this is from last week. Ghosted was... Uh, is that, was that the uh, Ayanna Diarmas and Chris Evans movie? The romantic comedy, I think it was. It was kind of like a what action... It? Yes, I be. believe that it was. Yeah. Uh, that's what it was. Um, there was that movie. I don't remember much about it because I can't even remember the fuck was in it, but that was it. No Hard Feelings. I do remember this one. It's a it's a new comedy done by the people who did um, the one with those kids there that came out a few years ago, the the, the raunchy one. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it's, No Hard Feelings. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she plays, a, she plays a character who's trying to get this young kid who's 19 years old to come out of his shell and stop, stop being a nerd, kind of. Um, and she's being hired by the parents to, I don't know necessarily to sleep with him or what, but it's kind of, it's kind of nope, a weird premise. That's, yeah. that's how they made it sound. That's how, that's how it made it sound. So, but it doesn't look funny. I'm not sure it's going to be or not, but, uh, I can't remember the name of that other movie, but some of the same people that did that. Um, Blackberry doing a little movie about Blackberry, the making of Blackberry Glenn from, um, it's always sunny, isn't it? Jay from all the Judd Apatow movies is in it. Um, looks decent. I don't know. Blackberry never had one. Don't know anybody who had one, but yep. But the big trailer this week was the remake of The Little Mermaid that came out last week during the Oscars. Full trailer. You see a lot of the movie. You see a lot of the characters from the cartoon that are reimagined in this live-action version. Um, you see Ariel, you see Ursula played by uh, Melissa McCarthy, you see a lot of underwater scenes, you see Sebastian who looks like a real crab, not the animated one. Um, yeah, it comes out May 26th, looks good, and uh, yeah, let's get into the news. Uh, Razzies came out last Saturday, Blonde was the winner, quote unquote, with uh, the Marilyn Monroe uh, biopic that came out on Netflix last year. Uh, Anna Dale Diarmas. I got about halfway through and gave up on it. So it was winner in the, of the worst movie of the year. Um, Tom Hanks and Jared Leto took away worst actor awards. So that was the night before the Oscars, and uh, it, it pretty much uh, sets up us to talk about the Oscars. Uh, Did you watch any of the Oscars? I didn't Did watch, watch any. I didn't watch any of it, but I was okay. keeping up on it to take notes and get pictures of, so we can put it in the notes today. But. Uh, uh, sporting actor. Well, first of all, what was your take on? Did you watch the Oscars? What was your take on the Oscars this this year? Was it any? Was it worth watching? It was better than years past. It was fine. It was cool. I haven't watched the Oscars in a very long time because I don't have cable. I don't have. Uh, I don't even yeah. have network TV. So, um, Kiyun Kwang won for supporting actor. We're hoping he would. Uh, short round. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, so did Jamie Lee Curtis for the same movie, supporting actress. Yeah, that felt uh, more like a, a lifetime achievement award than an Academy Award. Yeah, because everybody was hoping it was going to be um, what's her name um, um, from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, or no, uh, from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yep. Everybody thought it was going to be her, but uh, everyone thought that who out of the two in it for this movie they thought that she was the weaker yeah person yeah that's what they thought yep um Guillermo del Toro won for best animated picture for uh Pinocchio which I haven't seen yet but I do want to see it's uh that it's, live uh, action claymation it's a good time it's fun oh, I do want to uh, see it I like Pinocchio Guillermo. is fucking scary as hell so I like well, it's, it. well it's Guillermo Guillermo del Toro is like that but mm-hmm. um 
Have you seen All Quiet in the Western Front yet? No, it's, I believe, German. Yes, it's it German is. Yeah. Uh, so, did, it did win for cinematography. Or what, but yeah, it is. It I want to watch it. It's on Netflix, it is. so... Yeah, I hear it's visually stunning. Um, it's a remake of the original, of course. But uh, yep. one for cinematography. Um, makeup and hairstyling, The Whale, for Brendan Fraser's uh, per- performance in that. Makes sense. Um, costume, desi- costume design, Black Panther, Wakanda, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Original score, Makes all, sense. Qu- all Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, visual effects, Avatar, The Way of Water. Makes sense. Obviously. Easiest one to guess. Sound, Top Gun, Maverick, I will say in the theater, that sound was astounding. Oh, yeah. That 100%. makes sense. 100%. Yep. It was great, yeah. Film editing, everywhere, all everything everywhere, all at once. I agree with that, too, yeah. because the editing and telling the story. Yeah. The multiverse. Yeah, telling the multiverse Jesus story. And that's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, original screenplay, everywhere, everything everywhere, all at once. Agree with that, too. Best director, the directors of that as well. Um, lead actor. We're, we were talking about it. It was probably going to be, in short, was Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Um, you got yep. a, a lot of acclaim building up to it, and sure enough, he did win. And Michelle Yeoh, He's lead so actress. good in that movie. Yep. And uh, Michelle Yeoh, lead actress for everything all at once. I haven't seen it yet. I'm hesitant to see it, but I do want to see it. Um, and, of course, Best Picture, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once as well. Yep. Um, sci-fi. Have you heard any of the uh, Daniel speeches? Um, I heard, did you hear any of them? I heard some of them. I heard some of them. Um, they were good every time, and they were different every time. It was okay. nice to hear them. I think they're up there three times or two times at least. But yeah, hmm. it was nice to hear them. Um, they drew eighteen point seven million viewers, up twelve percent from the year before. But they're still saying it's low compared to other Oscars. So, um, and of course, like I mentioned, not a lot of people have cable anymore, or even local television. Everybody's watching streaming. So, nope. Like myself. Yeah, so. I just signed up for YouTube TV for like. The free trial, which is like fourteen days. I didn't put so I it on for that, and then canceled. I didn't put it in the notes, but they went up ten bucks today too. Did you see that? Sixty four ninety nine. I think when you signed up, now it's seventy two ninety nine. Yep. So yeah, fuck that. YouTube God TV, damn. waste of money. Um, so let's get into the rest of the news. Um, before we before we uh, took off last week, Tom Sizemore died. Um, he was taken off of life support. He was sixty one years old. Um, Saving Private Ryan. What else was he in, Kevin? S- Tom Sizemore. Um, Black Hawk Down, I believe. Um, uh, Heat, I think. He was in Heat. Um, yeah. He's been in a ton of stuff. ton of stuff, though. He's been, yeah, but he did pass away. He uh, he had a uh, brain aneurysm on February 18th, and they had to take yep. him off life support last week. So, RIP to him. Talk about the box office of the last couple of weeks. Creed 3 won its weekend. Um, sets a franchise record with $58 million in its debut weekend. Um, and, it, yep. and it dethroned uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, and also Michael B. Jordan is said to be leading a Creedverse on Amazon across film and television. And including an anime series. He's a huge anime fan. A live action TV yeah. series and a project centering centering you, on his daughter. When you daughter. watch the movie, you'll see the influence from anime. Okay, okay. It's crazy. Um, and then, of course, last weekend, you saw it, I Didn't Scream 6, collected $44.5 yes. million dollars in its opening weekend. Yep. Um, we're going to get into a little bit of a review. Well, why don't we do it after we talk about this, but um, it, did win the, it did win in the box office uh, last weekend. Franchise best, best uh, outing for the franchise. Um, initial reactions, because yep. I will see this eventually. What are your initial reactions to Scream 6 as far as the franchise overall? 
for two thirds of the movie, it was my second favorite Scream movie, and it dropped to fourth behind two and five. Okay. And one. Okay. Um, by the third act, uh, I did not like the third act. I did not like the killers, and we'll get into it with spoiler discussion later. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll get it. We'll get into it eventually. There's a lot of stuff to watch. So, um, and Last of Us episode eight hit a series high of 8.1 million viewers, up 74% yep. from the series season premiere. Um, episode nine this past weekend drew an 8.2 million do- viewers, um, 3.5 million increase over episode one, who had, it only had 4.7 million. So yeah, it had a huge increase through the, throughout the time. It was doubled the amount of people that watched from the beginning to the end. So, uh, word of mouth, that's what did it. And, and that doesn't even include streaming. That's just re- that's just viewing on HBO. So, yep. Um, season 1 finale, um, despite the Oscars competition, it also eclipsed House of Dragons audience size. Um, yeah. I think this is for the very first time it did this past weekend. Um, and uh, the creators also confirmed that Part 2 will be more than just one season. The Part 2 video game will be... Broken up into more than it needs just one season. So um, we were kind of talking about that before. Um, it'll feature a lot more infected, which kind of kind of worries me because I thought the st- human storytelling was great, and I know a lot of people complained about not having enough infected. What were your What are your thoughts overall after you've seen the whole entire series? Did you miss the zombies or the infected? They could have added a because a few episodes were short, so they could have added a few scenes with the infected to make yeah. them a little bit longer. Okay. And it wouldn't have affected how the story was being told. So I think they should just fucking do 56 minutes like Game of Thrones did every episode and just, so you can have the infected and have the story. It just, yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. I'm sure they'll work it in fine. Yeah. Um, and that's it for all the ratings and stuff. Let's get into the actual news. Big breaking news right before you left. John Bernthal, back as the Punisher in Daredevil Born Again. Thank we, were, we were hoping for that, and sure enough, it's going to happen. I'm yep. not sure if it's going to be the whole run of the series of all 18 episodes, but he is back. He's part of the cast list. Um, he also posted a picture of himself on Instagram. Very happy as him as the Punisher shooting up bitches. And I now have to go back and watch the Netflix series <laughs> of everything that I've missed. So. Did you watch any of the Punisher I just watched him on Daredevil season two. That's all I saw. So, um, God, speaking damn. speaking of Netflix and Daredevil, two people won't be coming back. Um, the the actress who played uh, uh, who played Karen Page and uh, Foggy Nelson won't be coming back. As far as the actor sheet is concerned, unless it's a secret they're going to keep, which maybe that's going to be the case. They like to keep a lot of stuff close to the vest, so we'll see what happens. But as far as 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 the actors list of people that are going to be in the show came that came out, um, they weren't listed on it. So we'll see. Um, they had a little bit of a uh, it was kind of a leak uh, in in a in a sorts talking about what's coming out this year uh, for Marvel and MCU stuff. Um, I'm not going to get into it too much. Um, you already know a lot of the stuff. Um, Man Thing is rumored to have a special holiday presentation next Halloween. Wonder Man sometime in the fall. Um, what else did I mention? Silver Surfer special presentation sometime holiday 2024. Uh, what else did I see on here? Midnight Angels, uh, a spinoff of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, Ghost Rider special holiday presentation in 2025. 
So there's a lot, a lot of special secret stuff that I haven't announced yet that I've seen on here. Um, they even started talking about Phase Seven, which I think that's gone a little bit too far. I don't, I don't know, but we'll, we'll see. There, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm sure years from now. So, um, and it's also rumored that James Spader will return to play Ultron in the upcoming uh, Armor Wars. Um, we'll see. He hasn't been around since Age of Ultron. They they recast his voice in, in something else that he was in. So, um, we'll see. Um, Moon Knight Season 2 rumored to include the Kang variant who was the ancient pharaoh. Um, uh, I can't remember his, I can't remember his name, but, um, rumored to be coming into that. He was, he was in the after credit scene of, uh, Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum Mania. So, um, we'll see. Um, Star Wars, a little bit of a shakeup this week. Kevin Feige and Patty Jenkins' movies were nope. shelved. Taika Waititi still looking uh, to star in his own film, still still on the table. Um, there's going to yep. be more news coming out during Star Wars Celebration in, in think, April. I think Kevin Feige was removed because he has more responsibility with Marvel. Yes. More yeah, because he's not fit in Star Wars. Yeah. I think he's trying to write that ship, so he probably stepped away from the project yep, just because he couldn't devote his time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. So um, we'll see next month Star Wars celebration. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a plan to release movie news, whether it be a new movie or a new trilogy. Um, I'm hoping old old Republic related, but we'll see. Um, Willow, which I got, I watched the first episode. I wasn't impressed with. It got canceled. Not going to be a season two. Um, it's it's one of those things where it just didn't it just didn't catch on to the public domain. It didn't catch up on to the pop culture uh, lexicon. Nobody really watched it. Um, Willow is one of those kind of cult classic movies where you have to really be into it. And I wasn't really into it. I, I didn't watch it until recently. Yep. So, um, um, Anna Anna Armas, we talked about a little bit earlier, um, is rumored to be going for a role in the Spider-Man spinoff starring Bad Bunny, um, El Murto, Sony's weird... Mexican wrestler was only in one comic book, and uh, <laughs> Bad Bunny was going to star in that. And Anna Diarmas is uh, maybe being eyed to be in that me in that movie in a role. Who knows? But we'll see. <laughs> um, you may know a little bit more about this. You put it in the notes. Adam Silver, I did hear about it. Um, is in the mix one day to replace Bob Iger as Disney CEO. Yeah. Um, He's I an guess NBA commissioner. Silver. Yeah, he grew the NBA, I guess. Um, okay. He's made them a lot of money. And um, Bob Iger's contract is only for two years. So it's just a temporary replacement. So I see him jumping to Disney um, if they offer him the money. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and other big news this week. James Gunn announced just yesterday that he's officially directing Superman Legacy. And we're kinda hit, we kind of already yep. knew that it's probably going to happen. He was writing it. He's head of the DC Studios. This is their most important yep. project because it's rewriting everything. It's the beginning of everything. So it's they kind expect of... him to make the greatest Superman movie of all time. And the issue I have with this, we were te texting back and forth. You said save yeah. for the pod. Yep. Is he has made really good comic book movies. I love Guardians One. I liked Guardians Two. Uh, Super was awesome. I love Slither, but he's never. A Slither's not a comic book movie, but it's a good movie. Suicide so Squad, Peacemaker. That's Suicide Squad. 
Um, but he's never made a movie that aligns with the character. Like yeah. he's never like he took liberties with all of his movies he's done yeah. so far. Yeah. So that's why I'm worried. So I'm going to hold out judgment. I hope it's a great movie. And if you look at his description of the movie, it kind of sounds like what Zack Snyder did with Man of Steel. Um, so I hold out hope that it's going to be amazing. I hope they have a good beat on it. But at the same time, I'm skeptical because he's never made a movie based on a character that large before. Right. Um, he, he could take liberties with Guardians because nobody knew who the hell they were. So... Yeah. And same with most of the Suicide Squad. So, yeah, this is a, this is a big deal. This is this is a this is the yeah, key, this, this is, is the key, keystone to yep. Not only DC movies, but if you were talking about the most iconic superhero of all time, most iconic superhero comic book hero, it's Superman. Yeah, by far. Yep. Not not only not only comic books, just characters in general. You're talking about top five characters: Mickey Mouse, Superman, right up there. I mean, it's yep. it's. It's crazy, um, and he's handling it. Oh, behind the scenes and with the fans, he's doing a great job talking to us yep. and, and revealing the information. But like you said, can he hit the landing? And I'm kind of questioning it myself, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, Creature Commandos is going to be one of the first proje- projects that comes out after Superman. Um, casting is already done, he said, for the most part. Um, rumors that Frank Grillo... From uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and Ron Perlman. That'd be awesome. Are rumored to be part of the casting. Um, They were spotted at a DC premiere. Must have been for um, Shazam. I'd love it. But yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, And of course his brother um, will be in it as well. Um, Yeah, and I think Grillo would be, uh, what's his name's dad? Um, Yes. From Suicide Squad. Big Flag Senior. Yep. I think that would be who Grillo would play, I would assume. Um, I know you watched The Walking Dead. Michael Cutlitz um, has been cast as Lex Luthor in Superman and Lois, the TV show. Just posted a little picture in our notes of him with the bald head and the uh, long, the long beard that he's known for in The Walking Dead. Um, it's uh, yeah. very. Yeah, I don't know about that. I haven't watched the show, so I don't know. Any, I don't know how the show is. But um, they also Same. posted. They also posted some pictures of uh, filming of the Joker too, with Joaquin walking around, uh, being chased by himself in a weird in a weird yep. scene in, in 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 Gotham um looking forward to this movie a lot um it's, there's a lot of hype to it and I wasn't even a huge fan of the first one but I just think that having Lady Gaga in there if she's playing Harley Quinn or Do- or Dr. Quiz Quizle- Quiz- however the hell you say Harley her name. Quinzel Quinzel yeah I I like the first one way more than you did you I'm did, looking yeah. forward to this movie a lot and I and I loved the last half hour of it but I wasn't a big fan of the beginning so yeah um I agree. um Game of Thrones uh, star Christian Warden, who played um, who played uh, Hodor in Game of Thrones, he wants to play Solomon Grundy. Interesting a character choice for a, a character in the DC universe. Um, yeah. It does seem that they're going more sci-fi with the next iteration of DC stories. Um, Solomon Grundy yep. would be a pretty cool character, based off of, of course, it the would. old. Uh, it's an old uh, uh, rhyme, nursing rhyme, I think, back in the day. Nope. Um, but an old guy who's undead, almost. Um, interesting. Yep. He does have the look, does have that size. So, um, Also, James Gunn talked about um, on Twitter, somebody asked him, how much of Chapter 1 Slate did you tell us about? And uh, he responded, less than half. Um, so, mm. yeah, we kind of... we kind of contemplated the other half? Could it be uh, Snyderverse? 
you want to talk about the Snyder stuff? I didn't put it in the notes. Do you want to talk about what he released yesterday, the little video? Yes, let's do that. Um, Zack Snyder released on Vero, which is his platform, his friend owns it, um, and then later on Twitter and all the other socials. Um, Darkseid, Ray Porter, I think his name is, that played yep. Darkseid in his Justice League cut. Um, it's an incoming message from blank Darkseid. What, what was it? Yep. Sir Darkseid or something like that. Yes, yeah. And... Um, then said, "Keep these na- keep these uh, dates in your head," and it was the same dates as com- as uh, CinemaCon, okay. um, which it's probably going to be. My guess Screening. is it's going to be him showing his three movies, and for the first time ever, Justice League will be screened um, on a big screen. Are they cool? That's my guess. I don't I don't think it's further than that. I don't think that he has any intention of ever going back to DC. Um, we'll see if James Gunn asks him to come back. But I think it's just that. Um, that's all I think it is. It'd be it'd be interesting to see him come back. But who else? I don't think Ben Affleck would ever come back to that role. Nope, I don't think Ben Affleck would. I don't think Henry Cavill probably would. Um, he loves he loves seeing Henry, Henry Henry Cavill loves that character so much. If it was for yeah. Snyder, he would come back. But if they asked him to come back, the embarrassment that he that he went through last last year. Oh yeah. I, I would yep. I would never want to even talk to WB ever again. I would go distant yep. from them. But interesting yeah. um, time I think, over there. I don't think Ezra would be back. I still think he's going to. Oh, sorry, they are going to prison. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. How, we'll see how not, the flash. Or going to be blackballed. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. see how the flash plays out. But um, today it was revealed that Ben Affleck said he would never direct a film in James Gunn's DCU. Um, exact quote, I would not direct something for the James Gunn DC, absolutely not. I have nothing against James Gunn, nice guy. Sure, he's going to do a great job, I just wouldn't want to go in and direct in the way that they're doing that. I'm not interested in that. Makes sense. Um, his, his, uh, his style of Batman, his style of, uh, directing in general doesn't match up to what they're doing. I, I, it's, it seems like it's going to be a James Gunn-centric, campy look at everything, which... Kind of worries me a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see how the DC world yep. turns out. Um, also, this week, kind of interesting news. Um, Batman the Cape Crusader, which was a spiritual um, reawakening of Batman the Animated yep. Series. J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, and Bruce Tim, who created the animated series. Um, it has been picked up for two seasons on Amazon. It was originally supposed to be on HBO Max. It was canceled during the whole... Shit that happened with uh, with Batgirl getting canceled. This got canceled. A couple of other things, but this was picked up by Amazon. Gonna be two seasons. Um, yeah. They had, already had a lot of the animation done for it, so that's probably why. Um, but yeah, it was shelved, and, and they decided to uh, didn't s- spread didn't it Mark Bernardin write an episode or two? Yep, he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And another thing, uh, Warner Brothers also scrapped was a Scooby Doo and Crypto show. Um, or movie, and they also, uh, that was leaked. Um, it was actually, it was one of those things that was put in the vault with with Supergirl. So it makes me wonder, I wonder if Supergirl is really as locked up as they said it was if this whole entire yeah. movie leaked. So we'll see. Um, release some pictures because it started filming last week of The Penguin, the Batman spinoff with Colin Farrell playing The Penguin, coming back in that role. Um, looking forward to this. I, I, uh, I wasn't a big, huge fan of the Batman, but I like Batman, so I'm going to watch it no matter what. So Kind of like the Joker. I like that universe, so I'm going to watch it. But um, 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be a TV show on HBO Max. Um, I don't know. Back in the day, were you familiar with the Max Fleischer uh, Superman shorts that came out I in the nineteen forties? I never watched them. I remember I had it on VHS, and that was one of the first uh, things I watched when I was really, really young. I used to watch them all the time. But they're coming out remastered in, in HD and Blu-ray. Um, 1941-1943 these things came out and they're going to be all all 17 of them in HD format it's going to be cool um, um, very serialized very um, very much like the comic strips more so than the Superman that we grew up to know now But um, interesting time I may actually get those um, Peter Jackson reportedly been talking with Warner Brothers a new line about his re- relationship with the franchise going forward um, he wants to return for the Lord of the Rings movie in some way, whether it be producer or some sort of a credit in there. So we'll see where that happens with that. Um, Disney moved up the Wicked movie. It's supposed to come out in 2024 at Christmas time. Now it's coming out in Thanksgiving, um, November 28th of next year. Um, Andrew Garfield and Florence Pugh are teaming up for a new movie called We Live in Time, some sort of a romantic action comedy. Uh, don't know much more about that. Also, Andrew Garfield... Oscar Isaac and Mia Goth, who I know you you like from the X movie, and um, yep, are in early talks to star Pearl. Netflix. Pearl, yep, are early talks to star Netflix live action Frankenstein movie, directed and written by Guillermo del Toro. Very interesting. Yep. Um, looking forward to that as well. Um, Avatar: The Way of Water sets a digital release for March twenty eighth in a couple of weeks. Um, no physical or streaming um, idea yet. But uh, it'll be on uh, iTunes and all those other ones. Um, ha- have you watched any of Barry on HBO with um, with um, yes, what's, what's his name? Very good. That's why I hear. Yep. It's gonna end with season four on HBO. Um, HBO confirmed it's gonna be the last season. Uh, kind of a dark comedy, from what I heard. Um, yeah. Um, yep. Brendan Fraser, right before the Oscars, came out to a fa- uh, fan screening of the Mummy. In full, Rick O'Connell from the char- his character from the Mummy movies in his full entire dress. I uh, thought that was cool. Um, an eight-part event series about boxing legend uh, Muhammad Ali is in the work at uh, in the works at Peacock from uh, starring Morgan Freeman, um, Roger Jean Page, who's in a whole bunch of shit right now. Um, he's gonna be in the new D and D movie, which, by the way, we got a screening of. Kevin's not around, so he's not gonna make it, but. Yep. We're going to do a screening on Sunday, singing it two weeks early. So um, when we come back, we'll have a review of that. Um, but yeah, they're doing a uh, Muhammad Ali series. I'm, I'm intrigued about Muhammad Ali. There's a lot of cool stuff that happened to him. Um, the Will Smith movie is great. So um, I'm going to skip that. Uh, Tyler Perry is in talks to purchase a majority stake in BT Media Group. Um, also, it also came out this week that P. Diddy is as well. They're trying to fight over it. So... <laughs> I I I I didn't even know BET was still a thing. I, I ever since 106 and Park was gone. But um, Game of Game of Thrones writer Brian Cogman to be a showrunner and EP in the reimagined Zorro series, starring Wilder Valmarama. It's gonna be on Disney Plus. Sounds sounds awful. Um, yeah. Hulu just abandoned a massive new series from um, Mar- uh, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, right as it was beginning filming, it was supposed to start filming very soon, but uh, it, uh, Hulu abandoned it. I'm not sure anything about that. Um, for the first time since in 35 years, vinyl outsold CDs in 2022. 
Um, if yep, I were to buy sense. an if I People were to buy an vinyl. if I were to buy an album nowadays, just for the album art, it would be in vinyl forms because I like the big yep. the big. That's what I've been doing lately. So, um, want to mention this? The Bedrock um, Modern Day Flintstones cartoon is coming out. Um, uh, I don't have any of the names of the cast, only pictures, and I can't think of what's her, what her name is, <laughs> so I'm not going to try to do it. Uh, I know Milton from um, Office Space uh, is playing uh, Fred Flintstone. Fred, yep. Yep. Um, Elizabeth Banks is playing Pebbles. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's in The Mandalorian. I'm not going to get into the casting, but there is going to be a uh, reboot of that. Um, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Released during the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards last weekend. Seth Rogen. Um, it's called Mutant Mayhem. It's an animated movie. Kind of kind of in the in the same look of um, of uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. Um, kind of the same kind of... Anim- it's the exact same. Yes, yes. Same look. <laughs> um, four brand new kids coming in to play the Turtles. But they have a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, comedic actors and, and actors of different generations coming in, including Jackie Chan coming in as Splinter, doing the voice. Seth Rogen coming in as Bebop. John Cena coming in as Rocksteady. Um, Paul Rudd coming in as a char- character called Mondo Gecko. Must be a newer character. Never heard of him. Post Malone coming in as another new character, Ray Filet. Looks like a, a man array of some sort. Um, Hannibal Burris, a comedian, and Genghis Frog. Um... Ayo Edebrieri from uh, The Bear as April O'Neil. There's a black April O'Neil in this. Um, Ice Cube as Superfly. Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Altrum. I don't know who the hell that is either. And Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, who's an awesome character. Yep. Um, I I don't know whether (laughs) I'm excited for this or not, but uh, um, voice casting is interesting. Great, but we'll check it out. Yep. Um, also announced um, Saturday, May twenty seventh. I believe it's across the across the world in Saudi Arabia, but they're bringing back King of the Ring as King and Queen of the Ring for the WWE. Um, very first pay per view I ever went to was with you, King of the Ring in Boston yep. in two thousand. Um, we saw it there, uh, and it was canceled a while ago, and they they are bringing it back, so uh, it's gonna be a full pay per view again. Um. I know you saw the making of the room, the movie with um, with uh, James Franco yeah, before he got canceled. Yep. And uh, Bob Odenkirk is doing a shot-to-shot remake of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Um, I wonder if it's gonna be very uh, tongue-in-cheek, very like. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Breaking the fourth wall. I don't know. Um, I look forward to it though. I love Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I do too. He's a funny guy. So, uh, of course, The Room, notoriously being one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, there's a documentary about it. There's a movie with James Franco that's all about it with him and Seth Rogen. Um, yeah. He should have won awards, but he was canceled right before it came out. I didn't put this in the news. You did, but I know I did re- yes. I did hear about it. Um, the Hitman franchise is on hiatus. They're going to focus on this long-anticipated James Bond yes. game instead. What do you know about this? Is that all you... Anything else you can give me? If they keep... I know nothing about it except for what I saw in the news. Okay. Uh, but if they keep the engine and just turn it into a James Bond game, it could be incredible. I love the Hitman game, so 
if they if it's similar, then I'll be all about it. Cool. Um, Beetlejuice two in the works with uh, Michael Keaton, of course, and Wednesday actress yep. Jenna Ortega, who was recently in Scream Six, um, is set to play Lydia's daughter. Is uh, in talks to, to to star with Michael Keaton in that as well. Um, looking, looking, f- yeah, get her for everything because uh, yep. she's in, she's a new Scream girl. I saw this today and I had to bring it up because it sounds amazing. Um, back in the day, the Fairley Brothers did um, Shallow Hal with Jack Black. Um, and they're coming back together for a new movie. It's called Dear Santa. It's Jack Black in this movie. He He's probably going to be playing Satan from what I'm guessing. But this boy accidentally sends a letter to, uh, to Santa. Actually goes to Satan instead. And I'm guessing this movie is Jack Black dressed as Satan trying to... I, I, something with some, has something to do with this kid in this letter. I'm all for it. Um, it's going to be some sort of a Christmas movie, so I'm all for it. We'll see how what, how it happens. But And finally in news, Quentin Tarantino announced his 10th and potential final movie, which he's always said he's only doing 10 movies, is going to be titled The Movie Critic. Um, uh, rumored to be set in the late 70s, Los Angeles, with a female lead at its center. Um, yeah, so not much more than that, but he always said he didn't want to do more than 10 movies because... People that are around for more than that um, are, or 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 after ten or his movie. He's had such a good track record. Yeah. He doesn't want to ruin it. So. Tell that to Ridley Scott. His, you know what his tenth movie was? What? Gladiator. Okay. He's made he, very good movies since then. And Quentin's Quentin's still pretty young, and he said he he still he said he still do yeah. TV shows too. So. Um, his, his kids are young though, so I can see why this would line up with his time to retire. Because I'm sure he made his money; he can write and write books and whatnot, and he's worked on TV shows. So I'm sure he'll be working. He just won't be making films. Yeah. Well, that's it for news, and I have three weeks worth of Attitude Era rewatch, so we're gonna get into it. Yeah, I, before I got sick last week, I watched three weeks worth of Raw's War because I figured we could c- t- catch up on it. Because when we come back, we're going to hit WrestleMania, and that's it for the Attitude Area Watch. Um, but we're going to start off with March 9th, 1998. It's a taped uh, Raw from Wheeling, West Virginia. Um, Austin is pissed about Tyson joining DX, demands Vince McMahon come to the ring and confront him about the situation. Um, Austin will not leave the ring, holds the ring hostage till Vince comes out. He sends out every stooge from the back up until Vince finally comes down. Austin asks Vince if he wants him to be WF champion and be the poster boy of the company. Vince refuses to answer. Um, Steve provokes him to be a man and fight him. Vince retreats untouched. Um, Great shadowing, kind of a great segment, kind of uh, shadowing, foreshadowing the future, what happens between the two of them. Um, The end of this night, Austin interrupts Triple H's match with Savio Vega. Um, Stooges' security come down to stop Austin. 
He takes everyone out before going towards Triple H's. And an HBK who was supposed to be absent all night comes down. Surprise attacks Austin from behind. DX beats down Austin as the cameras go off the air. It's kind of what the whole entire three-week build-up to WrestleMania is all about. Is DX beating down Austin. Austin, obviously the underdog of this going into WrestleMania. Um, the working man, if you want to call it. Um, next week, Raw's War. Also, the other thing about this is every single Raw... Up until this point is taped, which is kind of weird. I want I don't know why they did that, but every for three weeks straight, every single RAW was taped, um, leading up to WrestleMania as well. You figure one of these would be live, but all of them were taped. Um, that's why we're not talking about them too much. But um, Chainsaw and Cactus Jack hogtie Road Dog, hanging him from the ankle, taunting him as he's hanging helplessly. Uh, they hang him from the rafters. Um, Vince comes down, booze from the crowd, interrupted by Kevin Kelly. Um, Vince makes excuses for walking out of the ring last week and not confronting Austin. Um, this is the first time you really see the Vince McMahon character um, himself turn to 11. When asked if he could see Austin as a figurehead for the WWE, if he, WWF, if he wins the title at WrestleMania, Vince said that he was, if he was molded into a prestigious champion, maybe so. But if it's the same badass, don't trust anybody attitude running amok, it would be a public relations nightmare. Um, asked to tell the truth on if on the Austin situation, could he picture Austin leading the future of the company? Vince yells, "Oh hell no!" Because Vince McMahon said so. So he's he's turned up to eleven right now as a character. Um, happened overnight, really, with Vince. It's kind of crazy how how this whole entire Attitude Era we watch you see that transition. Um, Triple H challenges an injured Owen Hart to a title match. He beats down. The injured leg of Owen, and he ends up getting the victory, and he wins the European title. Um, end of the night, Undertaker stops Kane from choke slamming Sable at the end. Um, stands on top of the Titantron, now calling himself the Lord of Darkness. Um, teasing their match at WrestleMania, and proceeds to set another casket on fire with another lightning bolt, and this Raw goes off the air. And finally, our very last Raw we're ever going to talk about, Raw's War from March 23rd, 1998, taped from Tucson, Arizona. Austin comes out at the beginning of the night in response to Vince McMahon from the week before, saying he can't and won't be molded. He'll do whatever he wants, when he wants, and nobody can stop him. For the first time ever, a dumpster match is set at WrestleMania. The New Age Outlaws versus Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Um, a quick mention, Thursday, March 26th, this, this, later in this week, um, there's a DC public workout, 10,000 fans in attendance at Faneuil Hall in Boston. Um, HPK, Triple H, and Mike Tyson are on hand. Um, Austin is being teased there as well. We'll talk about that when we get to WrestleMania. Um, the hype is at an all-time high. Um, so yeah. Um, Kane and Paul Bearer come out. Paul saying that Undertaker is not the only one who has supernatural powers. As Kane proceeds to send lightning throughout the arena using small pyrotechnics. Um, even throughout, through the announce table in front of JR and Michael Cole before setting the ring crew member on fire. Ring crew member goes ablaze and starts running around the top of the ramp while on fire and they extinguish him. Kind of funny and weird segment. but um, DX with Mike Tyson open the second hour on the microphone in the ring. Sean taunting Austin, telling Austin to forget about his little squabbles with Vince and get his head in the game and worry about their match at WrestleMania. Um, also... At the end of the night, Vince, Vince Russo 
is in the ring, gives Sable an award for making the January issue of the Raw magazine a huge success. She's attacked by Luna. A mixed, a mixed tag match is set up at WrestleMania, and it'll be Sable and Mark Merrow versus Goldust and Luna. And it's fitting the final match we cover on Raw's War during our one-year-long Attitude Era rewatch is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. These guys have a history after this, and uh, it's fitting that this is the very last match that we watch on Raw. Um, the nations surround the ringside. No Farouk. It's Rock, Rocky accidentally hit him in the chair earlier in the evening. Um, great back and forth between these two. Um, easily share a connection in the ring. Um, and it foreshadows an amazing feud that they have for years to come. Austin stuns The Rock for a clean win. DX come out at the ramp, and, and HBK tells Austin that he'll see him at WrestleMania as Raw goes off the air. So yeah, it wasn't much happened in three weeks, so that's why I wanted to cover it. And when we come back, we'll cover WrestleMania, hopefully with Dusty. I don't know if you talked to him or not about uh, yep. doing a doing We'll get that. him on. We'll get him on. So that'll be it. Um, and uh, we're not going to re- review Scream. I had that at the end. We're not going to do that. But coming up, episode 69. Mando episodes 4 and 5. We're going to recap that. Gonna try to watch Carnival Row Season 2. Uh, came out on Amazon and I want to review the whole series. Um, Attitude Era rewatch. We're gonna do WrestleMania 14. Big huge rewatch um, with uh, with our friend Dusty, who we grew up with, watched wrestling with. Um, also, before we come back, the Tetris movie comes out on Apple TV. Um, getting rave reviews. It was just streamed yesterday at South by Southwest, I think. Um, a lot of yep. people are saying it's, it looks really good. Um, we're going to continue our Ted Lasso talk, episode 2 and 3. Um, you watched Creed 3. I'm going to try to get to the theater while you're gone and see if I can see that at least. Um, okay. 65 came out, getting shitty reviews. I don't know what your feelings on watching that or not. I've heard it's a terrible movie, but it's fun, similar oh. to like Black Adam. Okay. Um, it- so I'll probably fucking love it because I love Black Adam, even though watching it, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. So um, I've heard Adam Driver is amazing, um, as always, and um, I've heard just a good time. So we'll see. As a critic score, I wouldn't expect critics to love it because the type of movie it is, anyways. Um, because really, outside of the first Jurassic Park, critics didn't care for those movies. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to review D and D. It comes. Uh, we're going to watch that on on Sunday. I'm going to review that when we come back. Um, and the big, big, big movie that we're going to try to get to before the next podcast is Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Um, also getting mixed reviews. Little, probably about three quarters. Well, maybe seventy-five, that, seventy. I'll, I'll get to D and D. Try to get you to scream and to Creed. Um, yep. So yeah, we got a lot of watch when I get back. Yep, we do. But we we have plenty of time, so uh, we'll see what we can do. That's it for our show. And uh, we will see everybody in a couple weeks. Kevin, have fun on your vacation in Florida. Thank you, don't, sir. Don't drink too much on uh, St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. When yeah, I post this, luck. you'll probably be three sheets to the wind tomorrow. But uh, <laughs> when uh, you post it six hours before you post this. <laughs> but we're going yeah. to Vic's sister and his and his best friend, so it's going to be pray for me, pray nice. for me, kids. R.I.P. Kevin. We'll talk to everybody uh, when we come back. Peace. Peace. He thinks he's mad now. Wait till we win him over. He'll be 
furious.